One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the ten crack commandments. Why? Uh, uh. Man, can't tell me nothing about this coke. Uh-huh. <laughs> can't tell me nothing about this crack, this weed, and my hustling niggas. Uh. Hey, hey, Welcome back to the Courageous Pod. It's been about a week now. Episode 12. Uh, but you know... The tread of breed, jealousy, especially if that man fucked up. Get your ass stuck up. Number two, never let them know your next move. Don't you know bad boys move inside? We're going old school today, man. Old school hip hop. Man, I got a lot, a lot on my mind. Number three, never trust nobody. Your mom's Today's episode. Is about power. Number four. Know you heard this before. Never get high on your own supply. Number five. Never sell no crack where you rest at. I don't care if they want to ounce. Tell them bounce. Number six. That goddamn credit. Get it. You think a crackhead paying your back? Shit, forget it. Seven. This rule is so underrated. Keep your family and business completely separated. Money and blood don't mix. I'm off. Biggie was dropping some gems in this on this track. Number eight, uh, never keep no weight on you. Them cats that squeeze your guns can hold jumps too. Number nine, should have been number one. On to me. If you ain't getting back, stay the fuck up. Police. If niggas think you're snitching, they ain't trying to listen. They be sitting in your kitchen, waiting to start hitting. Number ten, a strong... Man, where do I even start? It's been a rough week, man. It's been a rough week. I think I, I injured my elbow. I had to go to the ER because <laughs> I thought... Um, I thought there was some kind of infection in my elbow. Got injured it at basketball and um, it swelled up. And for like a whole week, <laughs> my my elbow was swollen. It had like fluid in it. And after a while, it just it wouldn't go down. And at some point, <laughs> the elbow started to run temperature. <laughs> like my wife caught it. She was like, ah. Why is your elbow hot? I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go to the ER. But turned out it was fine. They wouldn't drain the fluid because something about if they puncture, you know, you could get infected, blah, blah, blah. But I'm fine, though. Hey. But yeah, we're about to get into some things tonight, man. Starting off with my boy Elon, Elon Musk. So the thing about me is me, I like I like to digest everything that's happening in the news. I like for it to settle. I like to really get an understanding of what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? And um, for those that don't know, Elon recently released a bunch of files. He called it the Twitter files. Basically, it turns out there was some funny business going on in 2020. And probably before that, and after that, before Elon took over the company. Turns out, Twitter had been working with the DNC, the Biden administ- the Biden campaign at the time to suppress information. Obviously, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. And there's been a lot of 
you know, Ruha about about the fact that Twitter was kind of like colluding with democratic forces to uh, derail Trump's campaign. But here's the thing: the key is not to get outraged. There's, there are all these conservatives out there talking about uh, they stole the election. Nah, 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 nah. I don't think it's I don't think it's that deep. I think it's just about power, man. And that's what I'm starting to understand. This this democracy that we talk about in the United States is it's more than just going to the to the polls. There's a lot more that goes into it. There's a lot more that goes into you know who who we vote for. The media has a huge influence. I, I, I keep trying to tell people, man. The media is a force to be reckoned with, and it is part of our democracy. It is part of our democratic system, and it's about whoever has that bully pulpit of the of the media tends to have an advantage and sometimes it works out in their favor sometimes it doesn't in 2016 it worked out in Donald Trump's favor in 2016 you had the Russian folks you know with their with their um, troll farms you know spreading all kinds of information a lot of it happened to be true Obviously, they helped um, WikiLeaks put out all that information. But it wasn't, there was nothing illegal about it as far as WikiLeaks goes. There was nothing illegal about what WikiLeaks did. They just put out Hillary Clinton's files. That's what happened. And it tanked her campaign. A lot of people saw for what she really was. All the suspicions we had turned out to be true. And then in 2020, I think they realized that, man, we have to get our shit together, man. <laughs> we, can't, we can't let these, uh, they call them disinformation campaigns, derail us. So what they do, they reached out to Mark Zuckerberg. They reached out to Twitter, um, Twitter administration. And they warned them. They were like, look, you guys. There's some stuff that's going to come out and it's going to be coming out from the Russians. <laughs> and we, we need you guys to act accordingly. And they did. They did. You know why? Because a lot of these people that work in these companies, they happen to align with the Democratic Party. Duh, of course. Of course. It's part of the game. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Get even. And that's what happened. In 2020, they, you know, they were smart enough <laughs> to know that, look, this Hunter Biden story that's about to come out is going to tank us if we don't act accordingly. And they all got in line and they helped their preferred candidate. Now, I'm not saying that necessarily turned the election. Look, I, I think a lot of things happened. You know, you had the mailing ballots that played a big role. You had COVID that happened. That also played a big role. And you also had Trump who has a big mouth. And a lot of times he's his own worst enemy. And you know, sometimes things happen. So, look, my thing is don't get mad. Get even. Understand how this thing works. Understand that the media is just as powerful. Understand that how you curate votes is just as important. Um, all these things matter. You know, like 
like this whole thing about mailing ballots now, for instance, you have Republicans screaming foul that they cheated. No, they changed the laws in a lot of these states to accommodate COVID. And in a lot of these same states, they haven't changed it back, you know. And as a result, you know, you have people that still vote by mailing. And that's easy. It's easy to get a lot of votes that way. And the Democrats have, they figured out how to to drive up their vote count as a result. It's not cheating. It's, it, it is the law. And I think until the Republicans, you know, wise up and start to understand all, all the different tools available to, to drive votes, man, they're going to keep, keep losing. And that's what happened recently with the primaries. You know, there was, it was supposed to be a red wave. A lie. It was more like a red trickle <laughs> or a red drizzle. You know, um, the Democrats kept the Senate. In fact, they, they still have an advantage. They have a 51-49 advantage. They only won the House by a slim margin. Wasn't even that much. Telling you, man, don't get mad. Get even. This is what power is about. If you want power, you have to take it. You can't just sit there and wait for things to come to you. And for those wondering, I'm not, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat either. I'm an independent. Now, turns out I just don't happen to like the policies that the Democrats are advancing these days. I don't. Especially the, like, the policies that affect you know, our social fabrics. I'm not with it. So, as a result, I'm always going to vote the other way until they get their shit together. But left to me, both parties are full of shit. Don't get mad. Get even. So what else did we find out in the Twitter files? Turns out they were also blacklisting conservative figures on Twitter. Duh, we knew that already. We knew that already. But look, Twitter is a, it's a private company. <laughs> they get to you know they get to run by their own rules. At the end of the day, yes, I understand. Yeah, you, we can definitely point out it wasn't fair. But look, if you're gonna sit there and keep pointing out something is not fair for a private company and how they choose to run their company. Man, you're going to keep taking the L. Which is why for me, Elon Musk taking over Twitter was a big freaking deal. It was a big freaking deal. You know, um, he, he's, he's committed to you know, upholding the, the, the standards of free speech that we all aspire to in this country. He, he seems committed to it. And I'm, and I'm hoping he's right. And, you know, I think this is a good faith. These files that he's releasing, I think it's good faith. It's funny because 
when he was releasing the files, they had a an FBI former FBI agent that works at Twitter, <laughs> and this guy, this guy was actually screening some of the files that were going out. He was pretty much trying to remove anything that had to do with the government or the FBI, and and he got caught. Of course, he got caught. And Elon Musk fired him the next day. I forget his name, but you can look it up. Yes, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Nigga have a big six at the curb. That's smoke, okay? Especially if he got the fully equipped kid on it. It's smoke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I had this bad bitch in town. She was whoa. Had me fucked up in the head, I mean. Whoa. Bought the fish, diamonds, and pearls, I mean. Whoa. Should have seen them shit shining on the wrist. Whoa. Now money ain't a problem. See, my dough is like. I told you guys, I'm taking the old school hip hop today, man. lessons from this twitter expose even though it's not really an expose to me it was pretty pretty obvious from the get-go i remember arguing my friends i'm like look twitter is biased man twitter is they're doing some things and everyone's like nah even the very fact that they removed a sitting president off of twitter that in itself the fact that it wasn't alarming enough to people mm, very, very funny to me. Piozing, play yourself. I get the GI Joe. DIC, K Riders ain't woke. I rip guitar soul, lift the fast light. Come through in the ball slow like woke. My niggas, like though, like Joe. Yeah, but apparently there's some more files coming out. We'll see. Pretty sure I'm not going to be surprised. Like I said, I don't think it was just Twitter, it was all of social media you know big tech um san the whole san francisco big tech giant they they were all in the tank for biden they're all in the tank for democrats if you look at their voting record they all vote democrats if you look at the people that, that, that they donate to it's all democrat so of course of course they're gonna push their agenda don't get mad get even you have to, we have to, you know, with the other side, have, they have to build their own companies to counteract this stuff. And we're starting to see it. We're starting to see it. We're starting to see, you know, platforms like Rumble that are, you know, at least they, they claim that they, 
they're they're for free speech. You know, they're yeah, I think they recently IPO'd. Rumble is supposed to be like an alternative to YouTube. Because YouTube too, they also censor people, believe it or not. They censor people, they blacklist people. But they're private companies. I told you I was taking it back. happened man what else happened this week it was a lot it was a lot oh yeah that's right they ended the covid mandates for the military i think they even passed a bill for it of course they had to end it what were you, what were you guys expecting they're having trouble recruiting people right now there's a lot going on in the military with the with the you know they're they're making they they're giving people allowance to to change their sexes and they have all these DEI programs in the military. Apparently, it's it's been depressing their their recruitment rates. It, it's it's been tamping it down. People aren't trying to sign up, so they're removing all the barriers. And you know you know what what's funny to me, you know with all this trans ideology that's going around, even though the White House has been pushing for like um you know more awareness of trans ideology they appear to be in favor of it but guess where they drew the line they drew the line when it came to drafting recruits for the for the draft for those ones you know what i'm talking about i'm talking about the draft itself they changed the rules and let me break this down for you. They said, look, men are required to sign up for the draft. And usually what happens if there's a war, they'll change the age of, rec- of recruitment. They will, I think right now it's like up to 25 or something, but they'll, they'll change it to like 40 because if they need, they need numbers, right? And they say, okay, men have to pretty much join the military so that we can defend our country. And usually it's not a requirement for women. But what they did was they said, look, 
we're going to make an exception. Yes, we, we said, you know, men can be women. But in the case of the draft, someone that decides to identify as a woman, a man that decides to identify as a woman, will not escape the draft. They changed that. They did. Look it up. Look it up. I'm not going to read out any articles for you. Look it up. I think that was very telling. That was very telling. Because you know why? If there was going to be a war that happened, which could very, very well happen, especially with the Ukraine-Russia war going on, if if the whole world went into this World War Three scenario, what would happen? What do you think would happen if people realize, rational human beings realize that all it took for me not to be called up for the military was to identify as a woman? <laughs> Everyone would identify as a woman. <laughs> Me say I'll identify as a woman. I'll start going by um, Kofu. He's <laughs> a Kuri. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I won't identify as a woman. I'll probably just, you know, um, run to Niger. <laughs> nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, but seriously though, seriously. What do you think would happen in that scenario? You'd find a lot of people that would try to get out of it. And I think they, they caught that. And they changed that role. And to me, they showed their hand. They showed their hand because to me, what it really showed was that they don't really believe this stuff. They don't really believe this 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 ideology that they're trying to push on us. They don't. They know it. They're doing this in an effort to, to try to um, cater to their base, to their progressive base, the base that believes in trans ideology. But what this tells me is that when push comes to shove, if we need to go out there, if everything goes belly up and they need bodies, guess what? Forget to. Waiting be trans. We'll switch it up on you. Yeah, so I thought that was a very interesting development. Yo, I, I need to run this this track back. This is another another classic. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend, how you been? I see you still trying to fuck with other women, man. Remember when I first met you in my cousin's house? A week later, we was fucking on your mama couch. Now it's been said that big girls, they don't cry. But they damn show lie. Look you in the eye, saying you they only. You and I, till the day we die, said you never leave me lonely. Fly tenderoni, but you phony. Should have listened when my mama told me. Soon as I turn my back, you try to fuck my homies. That was then, this is now, I got a new friend. Ever since I cut them loose, since you wanna bone me. Add strife to my life. Pussy that'll make me think twice about leaving the wife even. Picture that, you ain't want me when you had me. Now you on your third baby daddy. And you hate to see your nigga happy. So you're trying mad ways to trap me. Looking at my girl nasty. Trying to throw the pussy at me. Look at this bitch over here trying to act like me. So what else happened? 
Oh yeah, Balenciaga. The Balenciaga saga. Crazy. For those that are wondering what I'm talking about. The people in Kanye West Village, they're working hard. <laughs> of course, you know, Balenciaga and Kanye West recently split up. And we're going to get into Kanye West too a little later, but they split up because of all these comments. And not long after they split up, what happened? There was an ad that they put out. Very gross ad. Like an ad campaign. And the ad campaign, one of the more disturbing things in the ad campaign was the fact that they were using, they combined um, like BDSM bondage type imagery and they put it on teddy bears. And then they had kids holding these teddy bears. It didn't end there. It didn't end there. Like, you can make an argument that eh, maybe this is art. Maybe this is one of these artsy fartsy type, you know, conceptual abstract art crap, right? But no. We're trying to send a message on this ad campaign. Again, I'm not going to read out any articles for, for you. You got to look this up. And one of the images. There was a desk. And on that desk were like all these law books. And there was this particular book that was opened up. And in that page that was opened up. Like if you if you really zoom in, in that page, there was a case that was being cited in that law book. A case about child pornography. Basically making an argument like child pornography or something along those lines. Very, very weird stuff. Very weird, weird stuff. <laughs> Telling you, man. Shit is getting crazy out here. What kind of who 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 vetoed that that ad? Who could have possibly vetoed such? And there were a lot of other signs, like all these, you know, demonic, satanic imagery. There's this one image that had Balenciaga, but he had Balenciaga with two A's, Balenciaga. And it turns out Baal is like a, it's some ode to like some satanic worship stuff. Again, look this stuff up, because I know a lot of you people are not even paying attention to this to these things. But this was an actual ad. And people saw it, and people were going through it like what the heck is this you know what let me see if i can even find the video clip one second Nice 
All right, my bad, folks. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find the the video that was kind of going over some of the imagery, some of the disturbing imagery that was in that ad. But it was it was a pretty good breakdown. It was it was a lot. It was a lot of stuff. But I'm don't worry, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bore you with all the details. However, I will play this clip of this um, this gentleman that was reacting to it. Some gentleman that was on, I think he's like a, one of these entertainment shows, one of these newscast type shows, morning shows. And the guy pretty much had like a mini mental breakdown. Like he, he kind of lost it. He was like, what the heck is this? Let me, let me play for you guys. I'm going to go off for a minute here because Please where do. is the outrage? It's been a week and a half, and now we're doing this story. I get it. Thanksgiving was happening and all that. But they tried to hide behind that, right? Maybe this will make it through the news cycle. No, it's not, okay? Adidas didn't cut ties 48 hours after Kanye did his whole thing, right? And they got lambasted for not speaking out against uh, anti-Semitism. This is a week and a half, and nobody seems to care that there's little kids involved in this. I can't speak what it's like to be a black man, right? I can't speak what it's like to be a Jewish woman, but I can speak what it's like to be a father of two young boys. And that... Yo, that man removed his mic. Like, the guy was... You could tell they had been getting in his ear, like, dude, 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 you're, you're going off script. Like, chill, chill. The guy removed his mic, like, what the fuck? You know, I'm gonna run this shit back because this shit is serious, man. Where's the outrage? I'm going to go off for a minute here because Please where do. is the outrage? It's been a week and a half, and now we're doing this story. I get it. Thanksgiving was happening and all that. But they tried to hide behind that, right? Maybe this will make it through the news cycle. No, it's not, okay? Adidas didn't cut ties 48 hours after Kanye did his whole thing, right? And they got lambasted for not speaking out against uh, anti-Semitism. This is a week and a half, and nobody seems to care that there's little kids involved in this. I can't speak what it's like to be a black man, right? I can't speak what it's like to be a Jewish woman, but I can speak what it's like to be a father of two young boys. And that this type of behavior, when I worked at CBS.com out of a little closet my first show, I was like, I'm gonna say this and wear a blue shirt. I got 49 emails saying, maybe wear a purple shirt and maybe don't say this here. Don't tell me this slipped through the cracks right. when you're getting a court case that features child pornography. It's disgusting. It's disturbing. Jeopardy's got to flip their whole production because of w one person said something, but they wanted to be woke and do all that. How many other examples are there? 10, 20, 30, 40 years we're going back to cancel people, but this slips through the cracks? It's outrageous. And that people aren't outraged and skipping work with their posters and going to the courthouse or going to Balenciaga and stars aren't wiping their Instagram and social media with all their Balenciaga gear is disgusting in itself. Don't you tell me, Hollywood, how to live my life or you want me canceled or because you produce something. You're going to go around because Balenciaga pays you a million dollars, two million, five million? Kim Kardashian, shame on you. You're a billionaire. You don't need this company. They need you. And for you to take a week and a half to come to a conclusion, shame on you. I mean, this stuff barely made it to the news. Barely. Out of all the things that you think would make it to the news, this would be one of them. 
At least you think. But no, it didn't. Because it's, it's an embarrassment, man. It's an embarrassment. But you know what? This tells you where their values lie. This tells you where their values lie. I, you know, I've been saying it, man. I feel like there's this whole other agenda that's going on. And everything leads back. Everything leads like I can't, I don't have any proof for it. I don't have any concrete evidence to say that this is really what they want. But the end results, if, if you fast forward and you get to the end of this, what it's going to lead to is this acceptance of pedof- pedophilic type behavior. And we're seeing it. We're seeing what they're feeding our kids. We're seeing what they're feeding them online, on the internet, on places like Instagram, you know, it's so easy to just upload now. And, and we're seeing it. We're seeing very disturbing trends. It all leads back to the same thing. And I think I did an episode on this, where this, this lady was talking about MAPS, maps. Um, something attracted persons. I forgot, I forgot what it stands for. But I'm telling you, they're trying to normalize some things. And I don't think this Balenciaga stuff was a coincidence. Yes, there was some outrage. But I think it's almost like they put someone put that out there. Someone must have greenlit that and said it was okay. Let's see how they react. Let's see if maybe maybe this might be one way to at least just put it out there in, in the in the atmosphere and see who budges, who see see who 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 gets mad? See, see who gets comfortable. I'm telling you, it's very disturbing. This Obodo and Yibo that we're in, man. The trends that we're seeing. Mm. But I'll leave it there. Yo. Anyway, we should probably switch to something a little bit more lighthearted. Talking, 
of lighthearted FIFA World Cup has been lit man 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 some beautiful goals some beautiful game they call they they do call it the beautiful game for a reason man um today was the quarterfinals Netherland Argentina Whew. that game was hot Nether- uh, the Argentina was up 2-0 <laughs> and Netherland came back caught up forced uh extra time forced penalties and then argentina eventually took it that was a fun game and then there was another game the brazil croatia match oh man that was heartbreaking heartbreaking for brazil heartbreaking but yeah, man, the World Cup has been fun, man. The World Cup is like a good escape. It's a, it's a good escape for people to just root for your country, you know. I was rooting hard for the USA. You know, they fell to the Netherlands. So I guess it's only fair that Argentina kicked them out. I was really rooting for USA, man. I was rooting for Pulisic. Um, yeah, but it's been a fun, fun t- tournament. Qatar. Apparently, they banned liquor <laughs> at the stadiums and everyone lost their minds i th- I think they allowed beer though i think they allowed beer one of my boys was telling me he was like look man <laughs> don't be fooled there's some heathens up in that place man some heathens over there apparently there were some extracurricular activities going on in in doha but you know <laughs> That's how it is, man. Wherever there's <laughs> there's men that are that are um, gathered, a lot of men that are gathered, you always find some debauchery. But yeah, I, I I thought it was funny, like just juxtaposing the fact that you still had activities, like you, know, you still had like prostitutes out there, allegedly, from what I heard. Yet you have this country telling, you know, taking this moral stance, and then you know, not to speak of some of the uh, uh, the work practices that went on before the World Cup in building a lot of those stadiums. Apparently, they, they shipped a bunch of Africans to Qatar. It's funny, funny about Qatar is it's a country of, I think, about 3 million people. And only about 300,000 of them are Qataris. Isn't that, isn't that weird? The whole country's immigrants... <laughs> And it's these Qataris, and apparently they're like the richest per capita or something. Like for every person in Qatari, like they're worth the most in the world, like on average. 
but you 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 also have this country that's full of these immigrants that are forced under these horrible conditions. You know what that is? Yeah, that's power. It always comes back to power. You know, if our African countries wielded their power in a good way, we wouldn't be forced to go to places like the Middle East to work for, you know, petty wages, effed up conditions. That's how desperate people are. And the Qataris, of course, people people tried to call them out, but the Qataris was like, what? The West, you're going to try to call us out? How dare you? Like, what are you talking about? You're the last, you're the last people to call anyone out. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. That's the world we live in today, man. It's about power. Don't take it personal. It's about power. And if you want more power, if you want more empowerment, it's up to you to, you know, um, hold your leaders accountable. But yeah, sorry to go so dark there. The World Cup has been fun, yeah. I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it. I'm, I'm rooting for Morocco. They beat out Spain. That was a shocker. And they're in the quarterfinals, and I'm, I'm hoping they go all the way. And if Morocco doesn't make it, then I'm lucky rooting for England, man. You know, I, I watch the Premier League. It's hard not to root for the people that you watch every Sunday. Loki rooting for them. Um, what else happened, man? Oh yeah, Britney Griner. It was also in the news. She got released finally by the Russians. Um, there was some controversy behind that. There was another. I guess there was another prisoner of war. I guess you can call him. I think he was he was a Marine. I think his name is Paul Whelan. Don't quote me. But it was another guy out there that's been imprisoned in Russia. And they were trying to get him out too. But the Russians wouldn't budge. So what they did was they agreed to release Brittany Griner. For those that are wondering who that is, that is a female basketball player who used to hoop in Russia and she got caught with weed, I think a small amount of weed, either a weed or a vape, one of those things. Yeah. And because it's against the law there, she, she got arrested. And they gave her like nine years. It was crazy. It was crazy. Um, of course, people pointed out that she's had a history of kind of talking down on America, all these things. I remember when she first got arrested, man, I, I felt bad. Look, I don't care what your political views are. You, as you know, the good thing about America is that you get to criticize America. It is that is it is as American as American pie. That is the whole American experiment: free speech. And because you said shitty things about America, doesn't mean you don't deserve to to be, I guess, rescued in this case by America. So, so let's so let's deep this case because there's a lot of there's a lot of ways a lot of angles that we can take this thing. So so that's the first thing. She's been critical of America, so people felt like she didn't deserve to be fought for. I think that's wrong. The second piece of it was the fact that 
there was this guy, this guy that that was, you know, this American Marine that got arrested. And I guess he can be seen as a hero. He can be seen as someone that has provided service to America. And people felt like he was more deserving. But here's the thing. I don't think the Russians were going to release him. So what ended up happening was that they exchanged Brittany Griner for this arms dealer, this big, bad Russian arms dealer that has been in prison in America for the past, I think, what, like nine years or something. And people felt like that was a very hefty price for someone that had been critical of America. So let's first take out that whole critical of America part. I think that is neither here nor there. I think that that is part of the, the beauty of America. You're allowed to criticize the government. You're allowed to criticize how things are. Even though I don't necessarily agree with a lot of her criticisms, but she deserves to be freed. And, you know, I have a daughter. If it was my daughter, I would want her to be freed. Now, the question now is, why would we prioritize her over a, a vet or, or a Marine? Or a soldier? I think that I think that's a very valid question. I, I think I, I get where they're coming from. It's valid. It's valid. But here's the thing. This is this thing called power. Political power. <laughs> and that's what happened here. See, Britney had... First of all, for those that don't know, Brittany happens to be a lesbian. She's in a relationship. I think she's married to a woman here. So, obviously, the LGBT community has they've been rallied around her. But what people don't understand yet is how powerful the LGBT community is in the United States. They're very powerful. They've got clout. And that's what they did. They wielded their clout and they were able to somehow persuade the American government to get her out over this guy. Now here's the thing. There's no guarantee that that guy would have ever been released. First of all, but they were willing to release Brittany Griner. And I think, I think that's a good thing regardless of how you slice it. Because if the end result was that we either don't release anyone or we release this person then I think it's worth it. Even for a former arms dealer. Yes, I think it's worth it. After all, we always say, you know, save the women and kids first, right? So that principle alone is enough to say, yes, you know what? Maybe she should get released. I don't have any problem with that. I don't agree with the politics. I probably don't agree with a lot of her, her ideology. But I think it's a good thing that we brought home someone that mattered to a lot of people. Yes, the Marine matters too. Don't get me wrong. But this is where power comes into play. This is where power comes into play. And you have a community, the LGBT community, that has a whole lot more power now. And they wielded it and they got their way. And, you know, maybe they, they won't always get their way, but this time they did. And another angle of it is the fact that, yes, this guy, he's a Marine, I understand, he's giving his service up. But he's also like a prisoner of war, in a sense. You know, Brittany Griner is a civilian. 
but she had like a couple ounces of weed or whatever. Nah, I don't. I don't think she deserves to to rot in jail for nine years in a Russian jail, especially given how I can only imagine what those jails would be like to a woman like that. And I think because of that, I I'm in support of this. Now, if they had released the man, I would have been in support too. You know, all that would have meant is maybe the 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 veteran community has more power, and that's okay. But I don't take any of it personal. I don't think these conservatives that are shouting out there, I don't think they should either. I think we should celebrate. Someone came home. An American came home. And I think the message that sends for me, man, is powerful. You know how they always say, America, they always go and they'll get their people. That was, that was kind of what it, it sent. That was the message that that sent to me. Anywhere in the world, if they want you, they'll get you. And they'll bring you back home. And it's not the first time it's happened too. You know, it happened during the Trump administration. He brought home ASAP Rocky, and I was happy too. There was something about that, like, okay, you know, we're not the most powerful country in the world for nothing. Let's let's actually, sometimes it's good to actually show that, yeah, you know what, if we want something, we take it. And that was what happened. So for that, you know what? Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations to Brittany Griner. Congratulations to her family. Congratulations to the LGBTQI plus A LMNOP community at large. Congratulations. I don't even know where to go from here. <laughs> Let's buy for a second. Next up, Kanye. Hopefully you guys haven't been under a rock. He's been saying some wild stuff lately. Some really wild stuff. I don't even know if there's even any point going. Because it's been so much. It's been weeks now. It's been back to back to back to back. It started with a tweet. Actually, you know, it actually didn't even start with that. Something had happened before that. He was at a fashion show. He met some girl. Um... And he he had won this White Lives Matter t-shirt, which to me, I think is just as ridiculous as a Black Lives Matter t-shirt, honestly. 
doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. I know people will say, oh, yeah, you're making the all lives matter argument. Yeah, it's true. All lives matter. No, I don't buy into the whole BLM agenda. I don't buy into it. I've always felt like they were frauds. And they, they proved me right. You have the BLM founder in a mansion in the middle of white suburban California, America. That tells you everything you need to know. She felt the safest place it was to live was in one of the most affluent places in America, in California. And she bought a mansion. She used a lot of those proceeds that you guys sent her to buy a mansion. So, no, don't tell me nothing about no BLM. I saw what they did. I saw the BLM riots. And I always talked about it. I always said, like, no, I, I'm, I don't align with these people. I don't think, I don't, I don't see life that way. I don't see, I don't, it's not that simple. I don't think, yes, don't get me wrong, there is racism. And there, there, there is police brutality. And yes, it disproportionately affects the black community. Does racism play a part in it? Perhaps. But is that the only part? No. There's some systemic things going on that don't necessarily have to do with race. A lot of it is socioeconomic. I stand by that. I've stood by that for years. So no, like the way people uphold BLM as this beacon, no, I don't see them that way. I go to DC, I see all these BLM flags, flags all over the place. I find it insulting. But you know, people gravitated towards it. People liked it. People enjoyed it. People, you know, put their black, uh, their black squares all over their their social media pages. But what does Kanye do? <laughs> Kanye wore a White Life Matter T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone went wild. And I think some some lady that was at this fashion show had criticized him, and he shot back at her. And as a result, I think they were cutting off some of his media segments, some some of his media spots. This was the genesis of it. People don't even know that this happened before. And when they started pulling some of his media segments, he decided to, I guess, go DefCon three. Because he felt like people of the Jewish heritage were coming for him. And he tweeted it out. But here's the thing. I think Kanye is wrong. I think he was wrong for the tweet. Do I think he's anti-Semitic? Eh, I think that could be debated. He felt like some people were coming for him. He made a generalization. On an entire people. I think it was ignorant. I think it was a lot of things. See, some things can be bad without necessarily attributing it to the to the worst interpretation, which is anti Semitism. In fact, if you look up the definition of anti anti Semitism right now here <laughs> pretty much by that definition everyone is a, is an anti anti Semite. Anti Semite. Sorry, I think I might have pronounced that wrong. I mean, it's, it's this long-ass definition that has all these different things. And if you use a trope, you're an anti-Semite. And me, when I'm thinking anti-Semite, I'm thinking hate. I'm thinking that, like, the intent has to be hate behind it. But I don't necessarily think that was what Kanye was doing. I think he was frustrated. I'm not, I'm not here to necessarily carry water for him. I'm just saying it like I saw it. See, I let these things settle. A lot of people, they see something and then they go, they react, tweeting. No, 
actually, I deep these things. I think more people should do this. I deep it. He was reacting. And as a result of that tweet, they reacted back. He lost his deal. He lost his Adidas deal. He lost his Balenciaga deal. Um, they pulled his funds. JP Morgan allegedly froze his accounts. There were a lot of things that happened. Which I, I started to feel like, okay, this is becoming a problem. Like, I started feeling like, man, we're going a little too far. A lot happened. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to let Dave Chappelle <laughs> just, you know, speak. Because I, I think he, he, I think he put it best. Check this out. Because it's a rule, you know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never speak about it. I ain't got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble. This is where, you know, I draw the line. Nobody listens to me when I tell these jokes. You ignore me. My first Netflix special, what did I say? I said, I don't want a sneaker deal, because the minute I say something that makes those people mad, they're going to take my sneakers away. And the whole crowd's like, ha, 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 ha. And now you see Kanye walking around L.A. barefoot with his chain out. This guy lost a billion and a half dollars in a day. It shouldn't be this scary to talk about anything. It's making my job incredibly difficult to be Look, and I, I, we need to we need to deep that for a second. You really shouldn't be this this hard to talk. People will always say ignorant stuff. See, here's the thing, right? One of the hypocrisies that I find in this whole matter is the fact that you have the hip hop industry, right, has been thriving for decades now. At the top of that industry, at the top of these record labels. A lot of them are Jewish heritage. Again, I'm not. This isn't. I'm not saying this to, to disparage them. It is a fact. A lot of these companies are owned, and it's not. It didn't just start with hip hop. It started from the days of Miles Davis and Ray Charles. Like they've been owning masters for a long time, but particularly with regards to hip hop, there are a lot of these label heads that they happen to be of Jewish heritage. And if we're being really honest with hip-hop, yes, it's a form of expression. I think they, they deserve the right to say, to speak their truth, to, to speak what's going on in their communities. But there's also a lot of what one would consider as hate speech in a lot of these messages. The N-word has been normalized as a result of hip-hop to a large extent. The B-word the whole word, so many things that gets put out there. You know, the, the, the assaulting of fellow black people. It's not, it's, not, it's not very, it's not odd to hear lyrics like kill and kill a ninja in hip hop. We hear it all the time. Listen to trap music, listen to, um, uh, drill, New York drill. It's it's all about killing ninjas. I'm saying ninjas because I'm, I'm actually trying to get that N word out of my vocabulary. I've been trying for a while now. It's hard. But here's the thing: there was a lot of uproar in the '90s over this explicit content. I think it started with um, the Two Life Crew, 
they filed a lawsuit. They were like, it's 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 too toxic for our kids. Blah blah blah. But a lot of the people that are running these labels happen to be of Jewish heritage, and they fought because yes, people do have the right. It's it's about free speech, and people should be able to express themselves artistically. And and even if it's not artistic, they should be able to express themselves. Yes, we should be able to say, okay, you guys, you crossed the line, this, this, and that. But taking someone's account because they said a bad word, it just seems very hypocritical when all these years you've, you've let bad words spread all over the hip-hop genre. I'm not reaching here. Like, I, I, I need you guys to really think of this stuff. It's deeper than you think. So the fact that because he, he tweeted this stuff, they pretty much took this guy's livelihood. He went from a billionaire to a hundred millionaire in a day. That to me was shocking. It was shocking. But you know what? You know what that's called? That's called power. called power and they showed their power that's what happened song is so kind yay by the way those of you that are canceling his music man good luck they didn't have a problem with that too <laughs> sending dick pics they didn't have a problem with that but the minute he challenged them Boy, they came for him. That's what I'm good at. And I always find, yeah, I always find, yeah, I always find something wrong. You've been putting up with my shit just way too long. I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like the most. So I think it's time for us to have a toast. Let's have a toast for the douchebags. Let's have a toast for the assholes Let's have a toast for the scumbags Every one of them that I know Let's have a toast for the jerk 
gotta never take work off Baby, I got a plan Run away fast as you can Run away from the baby Run away Run away from me, baby Run away as fast as you can Run away from me, baby Run away Run away from me, baby Run away Then I'm about to get crazy Why can't she just run away? Baby, I got a plan Run away as fast as you can 24-7-365 Pussy stays on my mind but Kanye didn't stop there, man. Kanye was wilding, yo. He was wilding. And, you know, he kept, they, they kept, you know, um, coming for him, for his empire. He lost his Adidas deal. Now, here's the weird thing about this Adidas deal, which this one actually pissed me off. Adidas distanced themselves from him, right? And because they own the designs, they don't own the Yeezy label itself. Like the, the easy name. They don't own that. He owns it. But they own the designs he made under him, under them. They made an announcement. They said, hey, they're going to continue making Yeezys under their own name. The Yeezy designs. They're going to keep making them. Ain't that some shit? And I don't know how I'm a manage. If one day you just up and leave This is Kanye, by the way Always find, always find something wrong You've been putting up with my shit just way too long I'm so gifted at finding what I don't like the most So I think it's I went from being a multi-billionaire to not being able to use my Apple Pay. Four nights ago, I couldn't use my Apple Pay because somehow Adidas was able to legally go in and freeze my money. And when I see this, I think, well, if this could happen to me, this could happen to other Americans. And for what? You know, this can happen to an American that didn't even steal anything. I'm telling you, that's power, man. Hurt anyone. That's this power. This happened to you for saying the wrong idea out loud, for expressing yourself. Some I people got power. Being a and, it, and it's okay. It's okay for us to say, man, these guys, they got, they got it like that. Look. What people don't realize is that, right, the people of the Jewish heritage, they're, they're an ancient tribe. They've been around. Since forever, since the since biblical times, they've been they've been they've been documented, right? And it's funny because because right after this stuff, right? Uh, what's this guy's name? Kyrie. He put out a what do you call it? He put out a a tweet, and he referenced this documentary on Amazon. And as a result, he got in trouble. Like, they 
they suspended him in the NBA. I mean, he got a lot of backlash. All he did was put out a tweet about this documentary. It turns out the documentary had some anti-Semitic, or what, what, what they like to call anti-Semitic tropes in it. The documentary is on Amazon. It's still there, right? But I noticed every time, they, all they ever talked about was the fact that he tweeted this stuff. But no one ever actually even explained what was in these videos. No one ever really explained what was in it. You know, they would just say, oh, yeah, he just he posted a tweet citing a documentary. First of all, the documentary is still on Amazon. So I'm confused. The, the, there's No one has any smoke for Jeff Bezos, right, for actually platforming this documentary. But you're going to strip this Kyrie guy of, being able to play basketball, they told, said he had to go and visit a rabbi somewhere. He had to go this one, that one. Like it was, it was, it was weird. It was weird. Like they had him doing all this stuff, and I think it was because it happened so close to the Kanye incident that they were scared that everyone was going to just <laughs> go around like, you know, saying crap about Jewish people. So they came hard on him, but I found it weird that no one ever said anything about Jeff Bezos. You know why? You know why? <laughs> Till today, no one has said a damn thing. You know why? I'll tell you why. Because of power. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it. Screams from the haters. Got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. Broken, the school's closed, the prison's open. We ain't got nothing to lose, motherfucker. We rollin', huh? Motherfucker, we rollin'. With some light-skinned girls and some heavy rollers. In this white man world, we the ones chosen. So good night, cool world. I see you in the morning, huh? I see you in the morning. This is way too much. I need a moment. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the hours. I'm tripping off the power Till then, fuck that, the world's ours Fucking Chanel in the whole cast Tell them easy said they could kiss my whole ass More specifically, they could kiss my asshole Napoleon, my furs is Mongolian, my ice brought the goalies and I embody every characteristic of the egotistic, he knows, he's so fucking gifted, I just needed time alone, with my own thoughts, got treasures in my mind, but couldn't open up my own vault, my town like creativity, purity and honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts, reality is catching up with me, taking my inner child, I'm fighting for custody, with these responsibilities that they entrusted me As I look down at my diamond and crush the peace Thinking no one man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the powder Till then, fuck that, the world 
Austin Powers Lost in translation with a whole fucking nation They say I was the abomination of Obama's nation Well that's a pretty bad way to start the conversation At the end of the day, god damn it, I'm killing this shit I know damn well y'all feeling this shit I don't need your pussy bitch, I'm on my So you know Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just I was vibing to this track, man. This track never gets old, man. Look, for all you people that are canceling his music, I'm sorry, man. I can't cancel him. I, I don't agree with his, a lot of his comments, but man, Kanye's music is too great to cancel. I'm sorry. Um But Kanye has been going at it, man. He has he didn't stop there. You know, there were more controversies. He went to Trump's Trump even got in trouble. He went to Mar-a-Lago. He got there. He went with this Nick Fuentes guy who says also a lot of this racist shit. I mean, to me, I, I don't care. I don't really care what happened at Mar-a-Lago. Like, I can, I can, well, I care because I can only imagine how, like, wacky that conversation would have gone. Especially with Kanye and his rant. Apparently, Kanye had gone to ask <laughs> Trump <laughs> to be his running mate. Yeah, that's Trump to be his running mate, yo. Kanye be wildin', yo. Um, it was a whole controversy, and he brought this Nick Fuentes guy. It became like a whole big thing. The media pounced on it. They were like, Trump is associating with white supremacists, all this other stuff. I mean, it was really messy. He didn't stop there. He kept doing interviews. He would put his foot in his mouth. He had the uh, Alex Morgan interview. You know, he said some wild stuff there, too. And, you know, I was just like, look... The way I saw it was Kanye is just I think because they, they pulled his funds, they they did all that stuff to him, he just doubled down. And he just kept saying wild stuff. To the point that he started saying stuff that was really, 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 really anti Semitic. Like he got to the Alex Jones podcast and he said some wild stuff about Hitler, about liking Hitler and just some really, really wild stuff. And to me, it was almost like he was, I feel like he was really raging against these these people that were coming after him. Again, obviously, it's not the Jewish people coming after him. It's certain people. And maybe some of them happen to be Jewish. Um, he kept mentioning names like Ari Manuel. That's the guy that was on that HBO show. An HBO show was made that kind of after him. I forgot. Uh, Entourage. Very powerful Hollywood guy. He's been name dropping him he's been name dropping Rahm Emanuel who was former governor of Illinois Abby was it governor was it mayor of Chicago one of the two he's been coming after these high profile Jewish people he talks about um that guy that that used to run Trump's you know foreign affairs the young guy his his son-in-law I mean he's been talking about all these people when you go on that Alex Jones podcast, it was almost like he was, I think in his mind, he was like, what's the craziest shit I can say? And then he dropped that whole Hitler bomb and everyone was like, oh, he's having a meltdown, this, this and that. And look, I'm not going to speak on his mental health. I know he does have, he's talked about, he's openly talked about being bipolar. But here's the thing, I, I'm not going to, he's still, he knows what he's doing. I'm not this idea that he he's like in some haze and he doesn't know what he's doing. I I don't buy it. He knows exactly what he's saying, what he's doing. I'm not gonna try to <laughs> see when he got to that Hitler part. That was when I was like, ah, um, uh, I was like, 
This was me. <laughs> that was me. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Hold on. Yep. That was like, they carry me where I don't know. I'm like, can't hear a moment. And I know if you follow you go this one. I'll say some wild stuff on there. But again, I think this is just him doubling down. This is him just showing. You know, you know when 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 they've taken everything from you and you have nothing to lose, and you just decide, I'm just gonna just rage. I think that's that's what's going on with him. Um again, whether it's because of his mental issue or not, like no I can't speak to that. He, what he's saying is it is hurtful and and it's 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 like he, he's sticking his finger in their eye but he, i think he's doing it because he's he's trying to just show that he can't be controlled but i think it's silly but in that alex jones interview there were some things that he said that stood out to me i'm not going to play the hitler clip i, I don't I'm, i don't like to feed on too much negativity I think it was fucked up. I think it was wrong for that. I think it was wrong for a lot of the comments he made prior to that too. Up on even the DEFCON comment, I thought that was reckless and that was effed up. But there was one thing he said on that Alec Jones podcast that uh, I just I mean I just have to let him speak for himself. into my audio this is infowars oh shit hold on one second drudge once he came here hung out a few hours and went to dinner he's jewish i never asked for anything he never <laughs> yo he made alex jones look reasonable <laughs> uh saying hey you know uh when you break something email it to me and he was a Jewish guy that totally helped us go to the next level. We would have been successful without him, but he, he like, supercharged it. Then suddenly he flips the other side, never talked to him again, and, and his website's like a Democrat hellscape. But I'm just saying, it's like I've known a lot of Jews in my life, and I didn't have the Hollywood experience you had. Uh, I actually, all the Jews in my life, uh, overall, were, were, were very nice people, is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm actually tired of hearing about the Jews. Like, I love them. Honestly, I don't even care that much you know but we I, spent the last three out two hours talking about them i mean because it's fun it's fun being you don't want to hear about them you want to talk about them all because day. being canceled is fun because we're showing you guys the extent that you can go right because everything at this point that you do proves my point watch this if i say death con three and then you cancel all of my deals you proved exactly why I needed to go DEFCON. No, no, I agree with let what you just said. Let me stop you. Because Dave Chappelle... Alex, 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 Alex go ahead, go ahead. let me channel. All right, let go ahead. Let me channel. All right. Let me channel, I beg. And Dave Chappelle works for the Jews anyway. So if, if I say... Uh, now, I forgot what I said. Let me meditate. Let me get into a place. I'm sorry, go ahead. Love you, brother. Jesus is king. If I say... If I go on this interview and I say, I love Hitler... And then they go and 5150 me 
and try to lobotomize me like we saw Harley passing that gig, or they put me in prison, it just proves what I'm saying. And it's going to spark the high schools. It's going to spark the grammar schools. It's going to spark the colleges that say enough is enough. It doesn't matter how on the spectrum you think I am. I have the right to speak out loud. That is our first amendment. And it's a shame that you have to be considered to be on the spectrum to have enough courage to speak out loud. See, that, that I agree with. As you all know, I'm a free speech absolutist. And that's where I draw the line. Free speech. I do love my family, right? But I looked at every possible outcome. I've practiced Chinese water torture Yo, this, on myself. I would, I, I would like skip along Malibu in front of my house and sing, when the Clintons come to kill me, how is it going to be? What are they going to do to kill me? Wait a second. Netton, what do you have to say about this? Netton, don't want to say Netton. Okay, and this is where he, he goes he goes out the What I'm trying to get at here is oh, yeah, that I don't think the father of the future revolution against tyranny. Yeah, but yeah, so th that was that was the that was the one part one of the parts that really stood out to me because I I listened to the whole thing as I was like you know what let me even see how crazy whenever people get outraged and talk about how crazy crazy stuff is you, you know me I, I'm I'm on Clubhouse I I hear the craziest shit on Clubhouse already I like I, nothing can shock me at this point. And I think he's at a point where he doesn't give a shit anymore. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's going to be hard. Yes, there are certain communities that have certain power. And it, yes, they can wield it. And if you, if you fuck around, you will find out. And I think that's what Kanye did. He fucked around and he found out. But here's the thing. Here's one thing that they can't take away from him. It's still his ability to speak. And yes, you, as a community, we can decide that, okay, this person is saying some wild shit. We can rally around and say, okay, let's put him to the side. I think that's perfectly fine. But I don't think it should, it should ever get to the point of like either physical harm or like trying to take that person's livelihood away from them. And for me, when, you know, I heard about the J.P. Morgan allegedly freezing his accounts, I thought that was a, a line that was crossed. When I heard about his, about Adidas, um, pretty much canceling his contract. Now, that that's not a line, I, you know, that's a very valid line to cross. They, they can say they don't want to dissociate themselves from him, but they want to keep selling his designs. That's like, wait, what? That's weird. That's weird. And and for me, it's like that's when free speech really starts to get threatened. I get it. I get it. You know, there's it's hard to say there's absolute free speech. There are some guardrails that we have, like shouting fire in a theater, or like calling for harm on other people. But if you're saying bad words, I I think yes, we should we should call it out for what it is. We should berate. We should you know. Talk to people and say, look, you're full of shit. And the best way to counteract hate speech is to, is to, you know, replace it with logic and good ideas. 
And I think that's what Lex Friedman did in his interview with Kanye West. Lex Friedman was very, very careful with how he he engaged him on like one-on-one basis. Like, dude, you know when you lump us all together, and Lex Friedman is a Jewish guy. He's like, when you lump us all together, that's not a good look, man. And you're my friend, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and that happened. But he kept he kept going off. And sometimes when someone's going off like that, you just you know how we sometimes we treat bad people in Nigeria. We just I'm not saying he's mad, I'm just saying like how we treat people that are like off the rails in Nigeria, put them to the side. Even though that's not really how how to treat people like that. We should put them in institutions. But you get what I'm saying? Like you just let them make them then they do their do. Leave them. But for me, I can't but recognize the hypocrisy especially given that you know there's all kinds of stuff that gets said on hip-hop records but because it's making money it's okay it's like come on man i think they they really tried to make an example out of kanye and you know maybe it worked and if it worked that's just another evidence of power that's it it always comes down to power it's a thing. The world is not a fair place, people. Yes, you can bitch and moan and whine all you want, but there's this scene in Game of Thrones that I it it has always stuck with me. It was Cersei when Littlefinger was like trying to like threaten her with like some news he had. And she just called her guards. She was like, kill him. And when they came for him, the guy, <laughs> the way the, <laughs> the way light bulb went off, <laughs> the way the guy parad there, he was like, she was like, that's power. She had to remind him, like, this is power. I'm showing you what power is. I can kill you right now if I wanted to. <laughs> you can't do shit. That is the world we live in, believe it or not. I know, yes, we have rules in place and regulations in place, but it doesn't apply to everyone, man. Some people cannot be effed with. Some people cannot be effed with. And, um, you know, that's a lesson. As for me, <laughs> I know I always talk about free speech, but there's, there's some things that are, man, so I come from a place like Nigeria, I know that there's just some things that, maybe I'm just not there. I'm not rich enough to just spout whatever I want to spout. And maybe Kanye is rich enough and maybe he is indeed happy. You know? Who knows? But I think that's the lesson for today, man. Power. Don't forget that. Um, I think that's everything that I had for today, man. Um, what else? What else is here? Yeah, that was about everything, man. So, oh, yeah, there was one more thing. But you know what? I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it where it is. Um... Kanye, yeah, he's he's wilding. May God save him. I hope he turns out okay. Uh, I'm going to still keep bumping his music, though. That man was a musical genius. Fact. About to play one of his classics. But thank you all. Thank you all for listening. I don't know how long this was. It might have been about an hour and a half. No lose God. I'm gonna be gone for like another two weeks. I 
Uzadi go Naja. I mean, look at those drum patterns, man. Woo! If you want it, you can get it for the rest of your life. Something wrong. I hold my head. MJ gone. That man did. I slapped my girl. She caught a fits. I did that time. And spent that bread. I'm headed home. I'm almost there. I'm on my way. Headed up the stairs. To my surprise, a nigga replacing me. You know it's funny He predicted his own fate In this song You know they hit him up For like 200 bands A month Or something crazy like that For child support that is Congrats to I won't say her name I've already I've already vowed Not to speak that That lady's name Ever again yeah, you know I'm hating. I'm talking about the ex-wife of Kanye West.
Thanks for listening. It's the Courageous Pod. Please don't forget to share with your friends.